we all know that customer service is very important in our society. Customer service is something needed. You know, most of the, if not all companies, uh, want the customer service to be very perfect or excellent. Why? Because customer service, the kind of gives us or gives the company a good PR, that is public relation. So it doesn't matter how long or how many hours you have to wait at uh, the DMV waiting for renewal of your license, or even how many hours you'll be on the phone waiting for a phone company to return your call or to make a utility bill. But we have to stay there because we you know, get the service from them. However, the PR that we get from customer service is not the same that Christ is talking about today. You know, Jesus loves customer service. But his own is not because he is looking for a good PR. Rather, service is his way, and also service is the way of Christians. So he tells the disciples and all of us, if anyone wants to be the master, to be the leader, to be the first, you have to serve others. It is in serving others that we realize the core of Christianity, that we achieve the holiness that he is inviting us every day. So we pick up where we left off last Sunday when Peter made the confession, you are the Messiah. And after that, Christ said, the Son of Man will be handed over by the elders, by the chief priests and the scribes. They will kill him, but on the third day he will rise. Already he is telling them his prediction that he is on the way to suffer, to die. But Peter did not understand what kind of Messiah is going to die. And he told him, if you wish to be my disciple, if you wish to follow me, you have to take up your course. So the course is the way of Christianity. The course is the way to salvation. It is inevitable. In fact, cross or suffering, if you want to put it that way, makes life you know, more interesting. The invitation to be a disciple or to be a Christian is one to take up our cross. Not some days, but daily, every day of our life to follow him. Today, he makes the second prediction of his suffering. That the Son of Man will be handed over and will be killed. Still, they did not understand what he was saying. So you see the first consequence of the first prediction Come and follow me, take up your cross. And today, in the second prediction, he is going to die. And he told them, it is not about seeking for the top place to be the greatest. Rather, whoever wants to be up there, we have to be the servant of everyone. That is the consequence of the second prediction. So it is in giving ourselves, like he did, to offer oneself to be at the service of all. That is the only way we realize and achieve the salvation that Christ has come to bring us. And so he gives an example before we talk of the child. Remember, in the Gospel of John, chapter 13, 
Uh, we usually read that one uh, Easter time. After watching the feet of the disciples, he told them, I think specifically from verse uh, 12, you see what I have done. You call me master and teacher, and you have seen I have watched your feet. I'm commanding you to do the same to others. If I, your teacher and your master, is able to get down to watch your feet, then if you wish to be the master, if you wish to be the top, if you are to be in position of authority, power, prestige, all of that, it is to serve others. And in verse 17 it says, whoever does this, anyone who does this, will receive the blessings of those who are called into the divine life of Christ. And so picking up a child today, he said, look at this child. If you want to be the greatest, then you have to be a child. And taking up the child is symbolic. And as much as we can take it to be literal, it is also symbolic of people without any social status in the society because at that time, children were not regarded as anything. Even, unfortunately, in our time, people still do not regard children as anything. That is why we, you know, praying and fighting against abortion and all of this stuff going on with child trafficking and everything. So picking up a child, you know, a symbol of those without voice, people who are hopeless, defenseless, and said, whoever welcomes such a child, welcomes me. Because we recognize him, we serve him in those who are in most need, those who are defenseless, those without uh, homes, those marginalized, those without hope. When we offer them hope, when we comfort them, when we serve them, that is the only way we achieve the salvation. You remember in the Gospel of Matthew 25, it says, whatsoever you do to the least of these brethren of mine, you do it unto me. For I was naked, you clothed me. I was hungry, you fed me. I was thirsty, you offered me drink. And I was in prison, you visited me. All of this, whenever we do them, we do it unto Christ. He said the same thing. Whoever welcomes this child, such a child, you did that unto me. These are the mark of Christianity. And as Christ has taught the apostles, the disciples, so the church embraced that life of service. In the church today, you see how uh, the church, in its motherhood, serves everyone. A good example we can pick up is the Catholic charities. And you see with the Hurricane Idol, you see how uh, the Catholic charities has been going on to serve, to provide, to cater, to, you know, tend to the needs of everyone in this moment of distress. And also to your generosity, last Sunday we had uh, the collection for those affected severely by the storm. These are ways we put out ourselves to serve others. That is one good example. However, in our society today at large, most of the trouble that we have is because people are wanting to be important, to be significant, to be prestige, to be on top, without understanding the responsibility of what it means to be a leader or to be in position of authority. St. James in today's second reading tells us, self-ambition, 
jealousy, all of this, where do they come from? War, conflict, violence, all of this result from our passion, the desire to make it in life. Mind you, Christ did not condemn that ambition to be the greatest, but he's talking about servant leadership. Yes, we attain all of these positions, but how do we use them for the benefit of others? How do we use them to serve others? So that the search for meaning of life goes back to rediscovering the question of origin and the question of destiny, that is, where I am from and where I'm going, so that if I have answered the question of the origin, then I can adequately and appropriately respond to the question of destiny by making good use of the resources placed in my church to serve others. But unfortunately, in our time, what we see is the conflict of what you can call the intrinsic nature of human person and instrumental value of human person. I will explain it. Intrinsic in the sense that I serve others because I recognize and appreciate the dignity of their person, who they are, not because of the benefit that I stand to gain, but because of the intrinsic nature in them. But when I serve them to be a means to what I want to achieve, then that becomes an instrumental value. Not really serving them in themselves, but using them as a means to an end. That is why you see sometimes, unfortunately, people put up stuff on Facebook to be praised for the glory that they are serving others. That becomes using people as an instrument instead of respecting the dignity of such persons. So today, Christ is inviting us to that space like he did with the disciples when they went inside. So we only discover and hear his voice going inside, perhaps coming to Mass, going to the Adoration Chapel, to hear him speak to us in the ways he's calling us to serve, so that our service will be beneficial, not only to us, but also to others. And our service will also be redemptive to help to save all of us. We call to take up the example of Christ himself. St. Paul, in his letter to Philippians, chapter 2, he calls us to have the mind and heart of our Lord Jesus Christ, who, though, is God, but found in the form of God, in the form of man. He did not hold on to that position, but rather, he humbled himself. He humbled himself. So he calls us to that life of humility, to humble ourselves, to follow him, and to serve him in our neighbor and in others. May God bless his words in our hearts always, through Christ our Lord. Amen.